What up? It's your boy Rob G and welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast. As we journey to episode 200, we thought it'd be right to look back on some of our fan favorite episodes, some of our favorite episodes, some of our favorite guests. But before we do all that, we always thought it'd be nice to look at our first episode, you know, the origin story. So without further ado, welcome to the replay series. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruise and Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. This is the first episode of Bruising and Banner Podcast here where we're going to get a little bit of beer review of what our opinions are on the beer, also mixed with some of the hottest topics of the day. Uh, so we're going to get right into it. Once again, I am your host, Rob G, and I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves one by one. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 302 Yoda. Um, I could be found on Instagram at Delaware on Grind, or you could put in 302 Yoda and you'll find me that way as well. Yeah, I'm here to taste these beers and to talk shit. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hey, how's everybody doing? My name is Lewis. You can find me at uh, Instagram at In the Margin Tees. I'm going to spell it for you I N T H E M A R G I N T E E S. And also at Lou Did, L E W D I D. Uh, we're going to pass it over to Devin. I'm um, looking forward to these beers as well. Yo, it's Devin Aaron the Great. And that's how you can find me on Instagram, Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. I'm here as well to just chop it up with my homies, um, talk about any and everything under the sun. So thanks, Rob, for the invite. Appreciate it. IG handle this. Yeah, go on. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. Angry every time he says it. Why? Because you didn't think of it first? Yes. <laughs> I think we all 
can say that it's a it's a pretty good beer. It's smooth. It's uh reminds uh I'm not gonna steal any of my 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 uh, my Take fellow it, brothers' we comments, but I do agree that it does remind me of the Yingling. Yes, it was very very smooth, very you know kind of a traditional everyday beer that you could drink just whenever. Yeah. Come home, yeah. you can crack open a bottle. No I'll, special I'll occasion drink that. Beer. No special occasion mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yep. that's, so, good that's my idea. two cents. Uh, earlier on, um, I like to. We were talking about the beers, and I like to break my beers down into the flavors because I'm not. I'm an amateur at this beer drinking thing, so I go with uh, Yinglings, uh, Heineken's, and Coors Light. And like Devin said earlier, this has like a Yingling flavor to it. Uh, it's a really good malt. Like uh, Rob said, a, a dunkel. I never heard of that word until today. Me either. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very <laughs> tasty and crazy. the way. A dunkle. Just when you get home from work, you want to chill. Something off of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why that's not Yo, my favorite yeah. beer. A dunkel. We, <laughs> we, are, we are about four or five uh, beers. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this is dunkel. Hey, hey, well, what I think about this dunkel <laughs> is that um, it yeah, it's, a, it's an okay beer. Character. It wasn't mm-hmm. the... Um, it wasn't the, the best beer, but I mean, it's pretty good. But like y'all said, it tastes like England. I don't really like England. Yeah. But um, but that's probably why you don't like this that's one. That's probably why. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, it's not Who's like I would. Obviously, the taste, nigga. Another. We haven't mentioned this, but this uh this beer that we're drinking, the first one we've tasted is a, a local beer. We're all from Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, and this is a local Wilmington brewery. I didn't hear that. I didn't, I didn't oh, say that. Six you must, because you three beers in. Yeah. He said six. I was concentrating on my notes. So you were, yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> but the beer's not, the beer's definitely not bad. And it's local, so that's cool that it's local. But it's definitely not a bad beer. I just, I think that I have to say something. I didn't like, boy. I feel you. I mean, I, I, I like the beer. Uh, it had, you could definitely taste the, the, uh, the malt. Uh, and it, and I think that is what it's kind of, trying to, Present uh, not much as the hops. I mean, there's hops in there, and you can kind of, you can kind of taste that. But you're trying to push through the malt, and uh, I think that uh, I respect the beer. I mean, yeah. it may not be my go-to beer every day, but I definitely right. enjoy drinking it. And I mean, because you like dunkle. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I like I like what I like, and I mean that's how. I mean, I don't go through. I don't do a lot of uh, like sniffing the beer and just getting all the aroma because I, I understand that a lot of the a lot of your drinking and tasting and thing is some parts your smell and then some part tasting. But like when you're cold, when you got a cold, it's hard to enjoy anything. But you have a cold right now? No, I don't. I was just saying that as an example, like it's hard. Oh, okay. Got it's you. hard to enjoy things when you have cold because you don't get that whole experience of the flavor and stuff. But when I, when I was drinking this, I, I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, it'd definitely be on, on the list if I if I went. I mean, I I, I do go to the brewery quite a bit just because it's down the street from me so I, I have visited quite a few even if it's just to stop in grab a can and, and grab a crowler and just walk on out and I mean it's a decent uh, 6.8% uh, beer and the crowler uh, at the establishment is about 10.50 depending on I mean there's some specialty beers that the crowler would cost you a little more um, like I think there was a sour today uh, when I went it was like $18 for the crowler but that's because that was specialty uh, I think it was like a milkshake sour um, but I didn't get that but I might if it's back on tap again next time I go I'm gonna definitely try to uh, try it out because it was like a blueberry uh, type uh, milkshake sour okay. um, so that was in the dunkle 
No, I want to I want to The donkey. So many things could come to mind. Donkey. I don't do. And it's a German word. I'm assuming it's a German word, so maybe they call it dunkel. Or maybe I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> really, you're you're, you're special. Right? <laughs> I mean, so the spelling the spelling of it looks like dunkel, but they may say dunkel. I don't I don't know or dunk or some other way. I mean, if you do know exactly how to pronounce it, you can definitely leave a message and I'll, and I'll definitely put it on next next podcast. So, but you have to be on it. Uh, Anchor app, leave a message, tell me exactly how to pronounce Dunko Dunko, and I will definitely uh, get it right next time. Next one is uh, that we uh, tasted was the Harpoon Brewery uh, Dunkin' Coffee Porter. Uh, I think it's uh, one of their new seasonal brews, it's a limited edition. Uh, it's it is um, it's a, like it's a coffee porter and it's blended with uh, espresso, dark chocolate. Uh, it's a, it's a multi roast. It's smooth, pretty smooth, uh, but it is in combination. As you can tell, it's called it says Duncan, so it is a collaboration with Harpoon Brewery and uh, Duncan, uh, formerly known as Duncan Donuts, because they are chopping they, off uh, the... chopped off the second <laughs> half of their game because they're known more than just for donuts, right? I, I, I Makes mean, most sense. people go in there and get other things besides donuts now. I'm so. old school. So and plus, I'm like, that say, guy, he gets up to make the donuts. Right, right. exactly. You know what I, I, I said when they did the that? I was the Duncan for donuts. He was the best Personal. Arab ever. <laughs> <laughs> Time to make the donuts. <laughs> that was such a racist comment. How about this it. Duncan coffee porter? Uh, <laughs> the bottle, it comes in a six-pack uh, in a bottle. It looks just, it kind of favors the, it has the same colors as the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, you know the, the um, you know how they serve the cold coffees yeah. at the mm-hmm. stores like that. Wawa's and stuff, they look just like yeah. this. Yeah. Like this and, and it's basically a coffee mm-hmm. with beer. Like now, it, this it, is it, not too far like even coffee. on the alcohol content uh, from the uh, first one we reviewed, which is a six percent, um, but very flavorful. Again, um, I wasn't sure what to expect from this beer, but um, I'm impressed. I don't really drink a lot of dark beers, but I'm impressed with this one. So. Right. If you, if you like coffee, you like beer, this is definitely uh, your really go-to. Yeah, it's perfect mm-hmm. for you. Especially while it's, in, while it's in the season, because like I said, it is a limited edition. Oh, good. Uh, That's so you definitely want to run out and, and grab it and, and give it a taste yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do recommend it uh, highly. Uh, check out this porter. Like I said, it's a porter, 6% uh, alcohol um, content. I mean, unless you like more than that but I think it's in the it's in Decent. the average range of, uh, <laughs> Decent beers. amount, and, and it has a good flavor you definitely can feel all the notes that they're trying to present so I uh, uh, big shout out to Harpoon Brewery for this one for sure yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good look it's a good look that that that's my second favorite one uh, the next one we uh, we sampled was from Maine beer company from Freeport Maine the brewery out of there and it, it's called Mo or M-O I'm not really sure but it's a pale L and it's um I think it's six percent alcohol content okay. as well. Uh, uh, so, what did you guys think about this one? Uh, before we go into that, one, I'd like to say uh, on my scale uh, from Yingling, uh, Coors Light, and Heineken, this is neither of that <laughs> Duncan. That the Duncan was more of a Guinness, like Devin said earlier, some darker mm, beer. Yeah, uh, has a really dark 
<laughs> dark connotation. So, uh, yeah, back to the pale ale. Then we'll let you start with the pale yeah, ale. Well, I'll go right into pale ale on my scale. It's a Heineken. Uh, it tastes a lot like Heineken to me. It has a citrus and more of a aftertaste like a Heineken does. But like I said, I'm not a beer drinker, so that's just my amateur opinion. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I agree with that. Oh um, yeah, that uh, LL is uh, definitely reminding, reminiscent of uh, of uh, Heineken. Um, one thing that I will um, say is the presentation or the bottle um, is very much similar to more of a wine bottle than your traditional sure. beer bottle so i think that is um to appeal to uh a, a different audience or a different uh class of beer drinkers um but i like that yeah i like that about i like that about uh this particular beer it is really really yeah it, it really makes you feel yeah. like hey look i'm in a class by by it's in a class by itself yeah. and yeah. you know i think all of us have uh, you know respect for things like that because you know, I think we can relate like, to if you, you know, like a, a, a lot of game, other things. A game day mm-hmm. <laughs> at the house, everybody cracking open their kids, and you bust the bottle out. Yeah, people gonna do a double take. I'm gonna tell you right now. None of these beers that are on the table are tailgate game day beers. Right? These are not. This beer. Would you show up to tailgate with the with the bow? Like, yo, you better bring some shit. You got to serve this. This is the type of beer. Right, you serve it. Yeah, we play here, y'all. Let's serve that in the booth. For sure. Mo is definitely on the high high end. And I think uh, Rob was telling us earlier, uh, you can get a case of the Dunkin', which is a six-pack for, what, 10 bucks? Yeah, I think about $10 at Total One More. But this Mo, uh, you can get one bottle of it for for $9. So. Yeah, yeah. So you gonna spend? You gonna spend? Yeah. You gonna spend a little but money? But it, it's good. It's, it's it's definitely worth a, a taste. I, I was I think yeah, I, I like to bring in the the artisan beer, the craftsmanship of uh, craft beer. Yeah. Yeah. it's definitely a has the the. I mean, I'm not a big pale L uh, fan, but um, I enjoyed it. It, it was it was refreshing. It wasn't too aggressive. Yeah, it was, it was it pretty, pretty nice on the palate. That's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Pretty good on the palate that I can um, go in and try the other beers and still be like, okay, I, I understand where where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. So uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's minimal. Uh, the label is pretty minimal, so you just know exactly what you're getting. Beer. You know, if you happen to taste a beer that you don't like and it was like sitting on your tongue... If you drink that, it'll give you a, a, a refreshing palate. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's what it reminds you, me of. Josh, right? would you consider that pale uh, more of like a summertime beer? Yeah, because it's got a... You know why? Because it's kind of out. You want to drink yeah. and you're on the beach or... Yeah, because it got a citrusy... Got kind of like yeah. a citrusy... Even so that's, an, a, that's a, a really... That's an occasional beer. Yeah. Versus yeah. the... Versus the um, yeah, like multitude or punctitude subtle that was more of an everyday. The mo is more occasional. True. Daily. Right. One. I mean, like, I do may have some listeners that are willing to do a daily. You know what? Yeah, because right. they'd be like, you know what? I just want to drink one. Yeah. And be. Done. And I want to be. And I want it to be good. And I want to be good. And, and I want to show people that I. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I got a little style about me. Right. And you might also just like. Uh, support independent breweries, and that is uh, 
one of the independent yeah, breweries. Yeah. And is it true that more independent breweries uh, may cost a little more than your national breweries? Right, and, I, and I think this particular one does a lot of uh, for the planet, so they try to uh, okay. minimize back. their footprint on uh, on the environment as well. Okay. So I think that has a lot of that definitely pack a punch right in one bottle versus yeah. okay, we're gonna do this mass uh-huh. production yeah. of six yeah. exactly in a in a case and, and, and definitely pack. I think the the whole point of this podcast is to try to taste different beers that aren't your Coors Lights or your Budweiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely support your common, independent your common local. household. Yeah, if you got a local beer. brewery that you you guys uh, feel that you need yeah. to talk about, send it to us. Yeah, send it know. to us. Maybe we'll, we'll go try, out. Try yeah, you know, it. try it out. Yeah. You know, yeah, for, the, for the next podcast, you know. Drinks on me, by the way. You know what I mean? I'll bring the I'll bring the next if we yeah, get some recommendation. I will uh I'll bring the I'll bring the album. I get the pick. I get the pick. Give me ten of the fancy bottles. <laughs> right, that's fine. You can definitely bring something that you want. Like, hey, maybe we should try this as well. I yeah, mean, we it's pretty. Uh, well, this pretty is, uh, it's a lot of beers out there. Right, right. So I'll you can definitely have a. I mean, I mean, basically, what I did, I just went in to the, the store and said, uh, "What's what's what you have new mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. or what you have new in the store um, that you may not have?" I mean, because I think it may not be here at the brewery. Uh, at this, that particular store, the um, the brewery is new. So I just wanted to say, I said, hey, let me get this and try this out. And for our debut of Bruce and Banner podcast, I wanted to be, I wanted to do three beers. Because normally we probably do about one um, per uh, episode in terms of the review and just get into the topic of the day or whatever the hot topic is uh, that we're talking to, talking about. So that's how I, uh, how I envisioned it. Nice. The beers, all three of them, was pretty, pretty decent beers. Yeah, we're we're gonna rank the beers, and before we rank them, I want to just say, uh, none of the beers were were not worthy of a buy or a taste, but we always gotta rank the beers. So um, our final rank is the Duncan, uh, the coffee brew beer was our favorite out of the um, the majority, mm-hmm. and uh, Gold Duncan. coffee porter, the coffee porter. Thank you very much. Gold Duncan. And then our second, uh, we got the the Dunkel. Uh, the local Wilmington, Delaware brewery, and our last one was the Pale L M O Mo. Uh, and there you go. That's our rankings for this first week of our beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. So um, let's get into uh, <laughs> our next topic. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I guess we could start it off the way we were, where we deemed to start it off. So um, voting. So uh, is everybody voting? Yeah, I'm registered. I'm registered since I first was able to vote. Yeah. It'll, it'll feel a little new for me this. Uh, this so? uh, because I moved, so I'm voting what? for people that you know yeah, are. Yeah. I'm new oh, so to their policies. Learning I'm learning about you know what they're. Do you, you know, st- I don't know. I don't know. I think Middletown has merit. They may. I don't think Newark has merit. I think Middletown has merit. Newark, Delaware. Have I just don't want people to think we in Germany. Newark. Yeah, I think. I, think. I wonder why he said that. Like yeah, I got it. Newark. That's, 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 that's a really great not question. A, I need to research I'm, that I'm if Middletown sure has a mayor. Um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm new to Middletown. Two months in, not even ninety days. So I'm like, you know, learning about, you know, what the. New, these politicians from this area, what their agendas are. So it'll be a little, little new, but 
Um, I will say that, <clears throat> you know, I've already gotten a little, a little uh, familiar with the area and stuff like that. And so far, I'm, I'm settling in, in nice, but it'll be a different, you know, kind of election this year. Yeah, that kind of sucks at the time that you move. Because then it's like, you know, the only reason I say that is because, like, with a situation when it comes to voting, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't even really know what this area is, is lacking in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. And so, it's like, what do you need? Right. right. One thing I will say that's been positive so far about the move and, you know, maybe, you know, just the small things that, you know, that kind of excite me, but, you know, I, I was bragging like, oh, man, going to move, move in the middle town, man, all year. All your utility bills come on one bill a month. Something small as that is like, first oh, world I love it here. <laughs> first world problems. Right? It's like, oh my God, this is so easy. I don't have to get a separate water bill, electric <laughs> bill, water, all electric, like that. Everything sewer, everything come on one bill, one time a month. I'm like, thank Are you Are y'all in Newcastle County? We are still That's Newcastle so County. Beautiful. That is beautiful. Town, all I got to do is write one thing? check. Bam. Done. Trash wow. everything. One, one bill. They all, like, yeah, see? Listen in City of Wounded. You're listening in City of New York. Right. Get it together, man. Middletown got it going on. They got it going on. Going on, so. You just want to wing it with the vote? Not really. Not really. I'm not going to wing it because the way I did it for what, what, what other what other um what, was, elections did we just have yeah, in the summer uh, right primaries um no i did i used a uh i used a website i think that asian referred me to was it like uh vote 411 something like that i forget the exact uh page but at least through the 411 uh voting you uh one you get to see not just who and who's in your area, but it gives you a little bit of their background, oh, yeah. what are the messages. So mm-hmm. I was able to quickly kind of use that as an uh, as a as a time to learn a little right. bit about gotcha. you know what you know what 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 was what they were going for, what they were about um, in a short period of time. Because sometimes so. I just go in and say, "Who's black? <laughs> <laughs> who's Democrat? Who's black? Right? Because that right. don't always don't work. Always work. <laughs> no, because I know a, a lot of black people in our state that have changed their uh, uh, affiliations yes. so they're able to run because right. our state is a liberal state. Which I about going with the wind and going yeah. with the because you never know, like, what's the, the background Man. agenda? Like, they just want to be elected, or I don't know. Right. Right. Well, I think, and I think, I mean, the good part is even if you do have a move, there are the high level work because we only have one uh senator, one uh, uh house of representatives, so it's kind of easy. So, so those two. Kind of, understand. you know that no matter where you go in the state, you're voting between right. one, yeah. one, or, one or two people, maybe three at the most. If there's an independent person, mm-hmm. um, so you gotta have, uh, I think, uh, Lisa Mont Rochester. I think she's out. Yeah. Shout out to FDU, baby. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and by the way, I met yeah, her uh, a few weeks nice. ago yeah, personally. Nice she uh, was at the uh, NAACP um, banquet that where my son was honored for exemplary student award and uh, she was very personable really you know relatable I also know a few other people um, that are uh, William Penn alum that support her uh, Davida Baker um, who's like uh, sits on the board of directors for the YWCA Uh, she's uh, a big supporter has her at her events, but again, uh, 
Lisa Rochester, she seems like a really, um, you know, down to earth, yeah, um, really solid candidate. So, so, but she can. What is she running for? Well, she is currently. She, she, is she uh, rerun? Is, does she yeah. rerun? Yeah, she's the incumbent. So okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's just—is that just Wilmington? <clears throat> no, no, no. That's uh, statewide. statewide. She's okay. statewide. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Because uh, yeah. she she goes to DC. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. She okay. goes to DC. Yeah. Is that was that one of my? That's never mind. Never mind. No, <laughs> Biden. Biden was the, uh, the senator. The senator. So, so he's that's, that's Tom Carpenter. Tom Carpenter. Yeah. We don't want to talk about him at all. We want to skip past that. about it though is the shit there's a shift in politics I feel like that you know it's kind of you know no one has their the best way I can describe it is no one has their I would say their unique um, or own kind of their own message and when I say their own message you know I mean something that they can really tie into truly to their story or their history. But that's because it's so many it it's so many people that you have to connect with exactly. in order to garner it's, a vote. Exactly. And I have to it's get become the more about I gotta, I gotta get, get this person, person. So I'm vote. running right. I'm just the spokesman for somebody else's exactly. agenda. Yup, and if I can so, get the majority of the people to, to respect this one or two topics that I'm going for. Right. And that's what your boy forty five did. Exactly. That's I mean, exactly at the end of the day it's just a numbers game, so I mean, why would you like get personal? You, you don't want to. Well, you don't want to buck the system. It's to, to you know, politics has become no different than some of the you know, um, same way some of us feel in our positions or our roles in companies in terms of being kind of the indiv- individual contributors. It's like, look, you know, what I mean, I don't want to be kind of that person or that man on the island. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm go with the flow. Right. I got I got children to feed. Right, I got right. I got yeah, responsibilities. Yeah. I got all this, so I don't want my position or my you know job to be on the line all because I want to you know be that dis, dis, that true disruptor. Absolutely. And I think that politics has changed where it used to be that way. People, but politics, the job has been the position mm-hmm. of a councilman or a senator or a house representative. It's such a cushy job it is. that I can't go against the grain no. to lose this this insurance. Yeah. But, I, but, that's but that's where you fail. Money. Right? Once right. you, if you get into politics because it's a Christian job, then you've already lost. You've already lost. Right, but how many of them are, have done that? Right. Like, how many of them really went to politics to make a change and to do it? Like, I love Barack Obama, but or did he really, like, come, it's, a, it's a great job if you can get it. But, yeah. but it's a little different because he has a term limit. Like, other people right, do right, not have right. a term limit. Exactly. They can be there for I definitely, years. I definitely think the Supreme Court, everybody should have a term limit. Everybody should have to leave right. and never be able to, right. to run again. But I think definitely in Congress, you should be there for 30 years. No. Because one, technology changes, times change, time yeah. change, what you think, what people think, or the attitudes. I mean, you could have been there from Jim Crow to now. Think of it like this, and I know it's you know we we can't rewrite the way that uh, it is now. I feel like that if a person um, is been in politics, um, you should have term limits maybe on more of the um, as you rise through the ranks. I almost feel like you know think about it. it no, not everybody may agree, but 
think about when you make it to the highest level of pre- presidency, right? And you're you've reached the pinnacle of your career of being in politics, right? And your message is being broadcast. You know, you you know, you're the commander, you're the, com- you're the commander, right? Commander in chief. To me, I feel like that if your messaging and your your message is is being broadcast throughout the world, you know, maybe that's a position where if you are running it the way you should be running it, maybe that is a position that you could have uh, more than two terms. And then on the, the, the same topic, you get two terms, eight years, right. but the senators in the House get life if they right. can keep getting So it's like, almost like, like backwards. Yeah. Like you rose through the ranks right. to you, get to the top, and to, you're going to say like, no, all you right. get is two and terms. And then once, once, once you're done your two terms, you can't, you, do you run for any other office? No, because you don't feel like, look, I made I, it. I can't be the governor of California. I can't be the governor of Delaware. Right. It's like if you rose through the ranks of a company, you are now right. disqualified to go back to yeah, I can't a be mailroom. Mail <laughs> you can't go <laughs> back. You know what? I think that they do it because of that reason that he's the can, same reason can that Rob just said. Can, can Barack like run for but governor? Would, or can, would, can, would a person want to do that? But why wouldn't you? If, you're, if your main goal is to make change and make differences, you shouldn't matter. Like, there's a lot of coaches that have been in the NFL and they go to coach high school. Yeah, but I'm at, but I, what I'm asking you is, and I don't know if this is true or not, we have to look this up. Can a president run for another office other than the president after he's done his two terms in office or his one term in office because it always I've never seen a president do it no I think he, I think he could but at this point yeah it's like I'm in the Hall of Fame I'm in the Hall of Fame right. what, right. what, what, what you want I that's the Hall of Fame of politics right. exactly you that, that joker got the Hall of Fame of politics guys exactly <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> no it's a good sorry. point no like, why, but why would you but yeah, because you can also because now that you're, but it's also one of the things yeah. that now that you're president or even if you're a former president, you already have that president title. So therefore, right. your name, your your message already speaks volumes if you're just talking. Right. So I think you don't have to do anything right. else right. because now if you just put out a tweet but and say, "Bush messages still speak volumes," I think, <laughs> you I, think I, so. I think now he has become popular, more popular now yeah. with his relationship with. Uh, Michelle Obama. I mean, like, I mean, he has Michelle, Michelle she always. Has she has helped his image right? a lot. Where, Michelle like, they, she said that's her ride or die, or whatever. Um, that's new to me. I didn't. Yeah, hear. she said it. She was like, when they when he uh, gave her the mint, I think uh, at um, John McCain's funeral. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was sure. like, yeah, that's my because no, we are sitting together. It don't take much. No, just give me <laughs> a mint. Help my burn smell. Well, I mean, <laughs> you gave her some. Yeah. It'd have been different Michelle. if you were talking about the Franklin. I got gum, but damn, I got gum. I got high chews. Starburst, whatever you need. I'm a whole penny candy store, Michelle. I think she's basically saying that because of him being a former president and her being a former first lady, the the, the way they sit, they're all, they're always next to each other. Oh, that's okay. just a, that's a that's just that's protocol. Seats. That's yeah. okay. No, that's protocol. So they so they've gotten to talking and know each other. Yeah. So I think she was trying to say, well. I'm a Democrat. He's a Republican. But if we actually sit down and talk and not shout at each other, yeah, we, we actually do have things in common. Yeah, we can be. I think that they yeah, we won. We can be we're still people. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're still people. Uh, if you cut me, I bleed. If I cut you, you bleed mm-hmm. the same blood. It's not like I cut you now. If you cut cut me and I bleed green, all right, we got a problem. Mutant, but <laughs> not. You cut. You cut Bill. You mean you? I mean you cut George. He gonna bleed oil. <laughs> <laughs> he rich. He about to bleed money. <laughs> he real rich. That pre- being the president was fun for him. Yes, sir. Like, oh, this is something new. Let me be the president. Right, so I think his image has um, has been rehabbed up quite a bit. I mean, people have short term memories as well. They're like, um, and then you put him up against this guy. You're like, 
or just straight out crazy, you can't predict what their actions will right. be either because they can. Yo, well, one thing it did though is that when you go to the airport now, you be looking at everybody. Oh, gee, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. everybody like, so kind of get on the plane, right? Right? Oh, yeah. Who's on right. the plane with me? Every time, every time I get down, you know, you get that once over like. You always say hello. I say hello to everybody. I sit next to you too. Hello, how you doing? Uh, yeah, right. You not gonna speak to me? Right. Security. Security. Come get yeah, there. He ain't speaking. When we fly to Atlanta, white, black, Asian, it don't matter what color you are. You better speak to me on the plane. I'll be so ignorant. We go to Atlanta. I'll be like, all these niggas ain't nobody going to try. Shit on this plane, not today. Oh, that's the only. That's the only flight you feel all the way safe on. I'll be like, oh. You know, get on that other plane. Like, I don't even want to get on here. <laughs> yeah, that Atlanta oh, fight no. is crazy. That Atlanta fight is crazy. <laughs> I do it every time. I'll be like, it's, it's, so, all, it's always it's about so what's me. 84% <laughs> in the Negro. Mm. Well, I mean, well, that, is, uh, that is the new mecca of, uh, I guess, the chocolate city has moved from D.C. to uh, Atlanta. To Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. But that's, that's how I be feeling. I'll be like, I'm safe here. <laughs> nah, that's a lot of crazy white people in Atlanta, too. Speaking of places where you go and you feel safe, where have you gone? Just whether it be you know, business or personal, or you, that you ever felt unsafe? So when you say unsafe, right? Or felt like uneasy. Well, uneasy. Where oh, have you I, gone? I, I got... <laughs> Every time I go to the movies now, I feel unsafe. I'm always looking like like exits. You looking at exits? I always look at, I look at exits everywhere I go. Yeah, but I've been doing that for years. But I've never done it until they start shooting up. Like you can't go anywhere now and feel like. Uh, I think it was. Based I think you're relaxed, right? But I think it was just based off me being younger and going out all the time. And every time I went out, it got turned out. Somebody was shooting, blah blah blah. So ever since I was younger, I would look for exits. I remember one time I climbed out a window because that was the, I knew that was the closest exit and it worked. Everybody else went out front. I climbed out the window. So I what was what was the scenario? What you had to climb out this window for? Not because I was at a not because I was at a party. Oh, and somebody started. And somebody came in a party, throwing bottles, doing all okay, that. Then somebody was, started shooting inside, oh. and it was a small it was a small event, kind of okay. like maybe from. It might have been like here to here. So maybe they're back to the to the, to the fence back there. Okay. That's about long, uh, twenty long. feet. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. long. It wasn't a. It wasn't big, and it was a lot of people there, and it was just crazy. Okay. And I was. Okay. I just happened to be sitting at a table that was by by the window. So everything That's started going. Everybody trying to squeeze out the exit. I trying to squeeze out the the front exit. I'm like, nope. Lift the window up. What out the window? Man, they're playing, my man. And there's people that was with me follow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going out the window. I'm going out the window. Yeah, I'll be the second. I'll be third. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't. This hasn't been too many places that I've been to as an adult, and I don't feel safe. I don't know if it's it. And I, I guess I subconsciously I don't feel safe because I'm always looking around. <laughs> well, that but like, I just think that's just me being aware of my surroundings. That's pretty right. much it. I don't well, care. Because yeah, I'll be out of church and still look around. Like, yeah. well, you said some words well, nowadays you kind of got really uh, something, that, something that comes up all the time, being as though that I work in like manufacturing industry and we always have to get like, you know, a safety message or like a, some yeah. type of something like a safety message at the beginning of every meeting. It, it, it could be about... We're talking about process improvements. Everybody has to do like a safety share. When I worked at DuPont, when I worked at Lionel, when I worked at all these big manufacturing Fortune 500 companies. And I think now, because I 
it's been embedded in my brain. Yeah, so working that. in that industry, yes. now it's always yes. about safety, you know. Absolutely. It's yeah. and you know the, the whole I th- thing. I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I like, agree with you on that. You Since know, I started working there, you get safety you just every become, week and you know, all that you don't stuff, just think just about like, it at yeah. work, you think about it everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. Whether it's you know, something as small as holding a handrail to like, yeah. to your point of like, okay, no, I'm yeah, going into a place that I'm, I'm familiar with. Where am I? I better exits? know my accents. Right. I better know, you know, you know, my I mean, because it ain't even be just like something bad popping off. What if I just got to leave and I can't just be cutting in front of everybody going a certain way? Like, I got to just know what I can do. got emergency. Yeah, right. I want to know what I, I, I got to do. Like, is, you never right. know. Like, right. Yeah, you should I, always I, be aware of your surroundings. I think I always just keep my head on a swivel, just making sure that mm-hmm. I know what's going on at all times. Mm-hmm. I don't want really like too many people behind me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was about to say too. When yeah, you sit at the I, restaurant, you always want to face the door, yeah, face the exit. Yeah, you never yeah. Tell. What you do? You that's my get your, that's my uh, good fellows and Godfather restaurant. <laughs> I, I tried to. You yeah. tried to. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like, look, I want to keep having to do this. How about in restaurants? Is everybody usually? I don't like being by the kitchen, and I don't, I gotta uh, be facing always, the door. I always face the door. I gotta be facing the door, and, and I don't Adrian like being always, by the kitchen. Uh, Adrian, my wife, she always will say, "Reposition um, me," because she'll go to whichever seat first, whatever you oh, know. No, you don't, you she'll don't let sit, the, the waitress or whatever, or the hostess director. I'd be like, yeah, "You over there? I'm over yeah. here." She'd be like, "What you doing?" I'd be like, no. "Yeah, but you know what? A, a lot of I'll times you get." I'll school you uh, yeah. one day. Right now, I tell her right then and there. Yeah. Let's sit down before we even order the drinks. Let me tell you why I'm doing this. Right. Right. So, exactly. so you can run first. Oh no! They shoot! They shoot! Right. See you! Right. No, yeah. so I can, so I can so see it and say, "Duck, girl!" And I'll, I'll, I'll run. You duck, come out. Right. Like, well, we don't like with my Delaware on grind, Joe. I've been going to like events, uh-huh. to events and stuff, and it's like I, I'm glad that I have that. You know that I have that sense, like. The, the make sure I know the exits and all this stuff because I know like with the type of stuff so that I'm doing at your, at your different events yeah that you're the events that I, I go to I mean it's a bunch it of it's public right it's public I mean it's public right yeah it's public and then it's like I went to one it was a drinking slightly that's ratchet that's never good yeah. slightly it's slightly ratchet but not all of, not all of them <laughs> but <laughs> like I did go to one where it got it didn't I yeah I guess it did because it ended the part that ended the whole show mm-hmm. but like Two boys that came with each other were fighting. And because one of them got drunk. And it was like, we pushed them outside and let them handle their business. <laughs> and everybody was looking at them from the inside. I guess that goes back to, you know, you, you know, alcohol has a different impact or a different effect on certain people. It does. And I guess, you know, it's, it's all too about scenery. Because I, I could say that. The scenery or the surroundings we're in when we're at these beer fests, so yeah. a lot of people drinking, Drink right? It, but it don't but it's never yeah, turns yeah. into anything rowdy, yeah. It's right? Just, but then you got I wonder why is that? Though? I don't, I don't why know. when we? Why? Why when? Us, when we, why, is, right, why is when we, right, we get together and we drink or we? Yo, I, it's close. It's close proximity, and it's always a beef when you go to a beer fest. Most of those uh, Caucasian people and the black people that are there don't know each other mm-hmm. and so there's no beef to be mm-hmm. assessed it's always a past beef when you go into a party and you right. start fighting it's not no beef that started right there but or sometimes unless you just had a, unless you just had a really terrible or day. it's like you know or you paranoid and you like nigga why you looking at me right you, you looked at me too long yeah <laughs> and i'm drunk and i'm drunk, I'm drunk right and now. i feel some kind but, of way about but it. to not to not let white people off the hook 
I haven't been to so, a lot of beer, beer fest, but I've been to a lot of football games. Oh, and white people fight worse. when they drunk, bro. Yeah, like, they yeah. get down. And it's just not advertised as much. Like, it's, true. Not, it's not told to the media That's and true. to the public. Well, I think, I think that a lot white, of it has It's more white people in the world. The, exactly. It's more white people in America than it is black people. Them niggas fight, too. Right. Well, I think, <laughs> I think it's more about um, your, the occasion. Like, like at baseball games or football games where they're drinking... There is a competitive thing. Like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, right, right, right. We lost and then talk on the line. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bust your ass. But I got a hip-hop concert or a hip-hop event that Yoda attends. It is... It is a competition. Right. Rap is a competition. So it, it is like going to a sporting yeah. event. So maybe that's why it is so much adrenaline flowing. And at, at sporting events, you got a metal detector and not so much at all the the, the rap concert. Right. But I, and I think it's a lot of the... Uh, I think it's mostly the energy. Like you were saying that, like at like parties and stuff like that, you, you probably do have a lot of people that have uh, similar interests. And then just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you were that dude that was talking to my girl. Right. Or right, whatever. Right. So you do have that... Mm-hmm. And especially if it's a local type party where um, everybody knows each other or knows of of each other. Mm-hmm. And then with social media, everybody know where you at all the time and what's going on. Right. So it's like easy on to find somebody. Yeah. Right, because there are those people that just come to just caution. Yeah, yeah. But in plus, like, like to the, another difference is just black people just got a totally different energy than uh, That's <laughs> true. white people That's do. True. Like in any situation, because it's something. I mean that goes back to the whole situation with when you watch movies and uh, the white girl does a dumb move and she trips and falls. That's why every black person's like, "No, bitch, what you doing?" <laughs> you know, how they always talk about how we do. But, but they say that because that's the type of energy that that black people have. We like, oh hell no, that wouldn't happen if that was me. Because that's the type of energy that we've we been had. all we've been running yeah. since we've been at this country. White people don't run; <laughs> they safe. They always safe. They always, safe. They always are, go back to whiteness and be safe. But like they say, when when you hear gunshots or something like that, there's some folks that be like, "Oh, what is that gunshots?" and run towards the danger. Yeah, yeah. And we like gunshot. Yeah, right. Ain't no asking questions. Exactly. Ask questions after we get out of there. Right. But that right. that is that is genetic. Because when we was running, <laughs> there was gunshots right. that we was running from that slave patrol. Right. I'm always <laughs> Is that back where that comes from? Yes. You might be right. Yes. That's not funny. <laughs> so it's Run, down. So bloodline. It's in the bloodline. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's a gunshot. Well, you know, speaking of like, you know, parties and going to, you know, events, like how different do you think it's going to be for our kids when they get into like so college good. and things like that? How different you know, what, partying will be like, like what, on what, in what sense? In, in a sense of like, you know, when I think of going to a party, like when like I used to go to like at the UD at like the Tremont. That's the University that, of Delaware. University of Delaware. Blue Hand. Uh, and you would go to those parties. I mean, I used to have some of the you know the best times there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, best times, and you know you would be you know there with. You know, uh, you know, students and people who would pay their five or ten dollars right, to, right. to get in there that may not ever even step the foot in a, you know, in in the college. Back even then, when I was going, I wasn't in college, and right. I def- yeah. definitely didn't go to UD. Yeah, I some but parties up there. I, you know, I, I went. I and, you know, though, again, those are some of my, <laughs> you know, fondest memories. You know, and I just think of, you know, now that there's so much going on in the world, and I think we've started raising our kids a lot different to you know we take them everywhere to where when we grew up 
you know, we kind of had we kind of had our like a free reign of where we where we went. Our parents don't even know half the shit we did, yeah. let alone until yeah. we tell them. So now everything is so guarded, and we My take them to everything and every go. You know, you can you go take your kids to the mall and drop them off, and they may have fun as teenagers. But you know, is it? I wonder if, if college life or dorm life is it really different now? Back to Devin's question, I would like to answer his question. You weren't supposed to say back to. It doesn't matter. Start over. <laughs> <That's fine>. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how so to start. To <laughs> yeah, so the answer, so the answer to Devin's question. I think college life has changed. I got three nieces that are in college currently, uh, a junior and two freshmen. And no, I'm sorry, a junior, a freshman, and a sophomore. Uh, and they all text me different things that they, they are experiencing and things like that nature. Um Honestly, man, it's it's all the same. Like being a kid and being young, we've all been through it. And we're, when they call me and tell me what they're going through, I can relate to a certain extent. But I think with the social media and everybody, the world just being closer and more connected, is uh, is it expands their world more so than ours. Like my my biggest thing in college was I got to go to spring break and I got to go overseas for like six weeks, right. two months, mm-hmm. and they going overseas and just for two weeks vacation I'm like what the right like what how does that even <laughs> yeah like what's going on so yeah college college has changed I think the work is still the same like though and the goal to graduate is still the same and college is a really big thing for people I know because I think like the, the party life in college is probably still just what, what yeah. it is like yeah. it's just of course, it ain't gonna be the same. We tried to go to college and party versus right. if we're somebody in college trying to party or that it, age it, it, trying it to party. I mean, I guess it does. It separates people, the people who are truly still there. To uh, um, sorry, <laughs> it does probably still separate the people that are there to truly party, mm-hmm. and who can, oh, yeah. you know, they mix the two quickly. Yeah, who can mix the two and party and study. And, and you know, it's still knock out the grades that they need to, you know, yeah. to make to pass. And then you got the people who, who just were never cool in high school and never was cool in college. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, that's, and uh, college, college ain't gonna change. Well, college cool. is yeah. gonna change their goal, their right. direction. But, but then that's the thing, like, and when it comes down to a college is for your education, and you're there mm-hmm. to get your degree and to move on into the real world, and. College is a chance for you to experience life and be on your own and still be able to call your parents. Right. You know what I mean? And right. It's those four Shit, or five years. Listen, he's going to call me. He's going to answer. You're going to answer. Gonna, well, I think gonna what's going to be different for, I think, at least uh, our kids' generation for, well, I'll speak just about my experience. So I'm the first, but also the youngest in my family that actually went to college. I'm the only one. So I think that. Um, where it's more of a mandate or a mandatory thing that like my kids, you know, I went to college so that I could basically be able to say to them, like, you have to go because I went. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Where for my parents going, I mean, they had other opportunities, they had other outlets. So I doubt that for at least my parents, I don't think in my household it was this like really big push. It wasn't this push. They they wanted us to do something. They wanted us to you know do something with our lives and not fall into you know kind of the wrong you know choose a direction before it choose us type of thing. But um, you know I wonder for 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 my kids you know how different or how similar you know college will, will be because um, you know every kid is 
different. Like my son is different than my daughter. Uh, and we'll, we'll just see. I know their experience will be different. Um, Yo, it's just crazy but, looking at like how kids' experiences are in just high school mm-hmm. versus like the way it was when we was in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll be tripping when they be like, "Yeah, you know, cell phone, you can have your cell phones in the school and all this shit." They wouldn't even let us have a page. No, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, nothing. <laughs> all the people did was make beep the Right. Voices. right. Like, the but that's the whole thing. Phone. Like we were looking. Our technology was a beeper. Right, and they got and they oh, was so they in their pocket. Exactly. Again, like how it's been so lean, like we couldn't keep the beeper when yeah. we can't even respond to the page. You can't respond yeah. to the page. You know, or they you, picking up their phone it, in the middle it, it of class. Like, hello. Right. But I think that has a lot to do with going back to like safety and things of that nature. Like now you have school shooters, you want to be able you want to be able to reach your child child children. Like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Right. It was a whole right. It was a whole different kind of connotation that went with the pagers. Right. You had a pager because you was a doctor. If you weren't a doctor, a you deal. were a drug dealer. Right. So you know, you know, I remember <laughs> getting into major <laughs> arguments with my dad about it because I'm like, I got, I got my own job. You know, I got my own job. I bought myself a pager because I can't afford a cell phone. So why are we having this argument about what? Well, now you got a pager. I think he's selling dope. Because he never knew you were a doctor. Because I know you're not a doctor. So, so yeah, I think that'll that it'll be you know definitely different for you know for our kids. I think we've been trained and kind of. Sort of brainwashed, believe well, not brainwashed, but at least set up to. Okay, our parents always said, you know, I want to give you more than what my parents could give me, and then we are carrying along that same legacy and that same mindset of I want to be able to give, you know, but my you, kids more. You know what's I also have. crazy though is that like now with the with the how heavy the internet is and social media is, like mm-hmm. it's almost like your education is not needed for you to get to a, a high level, like. Because even like even if with companies nowadays, a lot of companies are just looking at who who fo- how many followers you got. But like, doesn't that doesn't that depend on the job though? Because yeah, my, right. my career, like social media, you better not be on social media acting a fool. No, it definitely you're not getting a job. It definitely mm-hmm. depends on the career. But what I'm saying is that like you don't to like the the whole educational part of it, like you don't necessarily need it to be successful at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's that's true. And it's crazy, that's true. That, and that's what happened to to me. What happened to like like music because it's been dumbed down so much. Because now social media allows it to be dumbed down. Because you can because put out you one got, thing. Because you have and, access to right. so many people just to throw whatever you want out out there because mm-hmm. it's the internet. Right. Versus back in the day, everybody mm-hmm. had to see you to hear you. Right. Yeah. And it's like, but it's, uh, uh, is that a good thing? Not. It could be <laughs> because because now that that superstar who couldn't get it who couldn't get to New York or to California to be seen, he's in Wisconsin. Yeah. Now he can get yeah. seen. But like you said, that super that non superstar in Wisconsin is putting out trash. Well, but I think, I think <laughs> social media, if it's done correctly, it gives a lot of people Leverage. the ability to be to 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 do it their, on their own terms or on their own ways, like you have the YouTube channels. You have YouTube stars. I mean, I watch all YouTube stars, but I know that you have to put in work because I, I mean, you have to put in work to do it because you have to do some type of content. You got to keep it consistent, so you have to be. Yeah, but and some of these people get mad money too. Right, like, but, they're getting paid. But you got to really work. I mean, it's still a job. You it's still a to, job. Yeah, you yeah. Still have to yeah. do the content. Uh, but I had to have no degree. Right. I ain't had to even graduate from high school. I didn't have to leave really. my living room. 
But, yeah. but that's, so, that's always been the case that there's always been an avenue that you the have niche, to go to college. The type because, of niche jobs. Because yeah. uh, well, Facebook, Microsoft, they've all, they started college, but they all dropped out. So it's always been a way that, right. if, but that you, if you were entrepreneur or you were creative of some sort, you didn't have to go. I mean, or if you were good with your hands or anything, you right. didn't have to go to college. Yeah, it's all just about, really it's all about passion um, and, and, you know, again, talent. You, you don't have to necessarily be the, you know, best in class. Mm-hmm. You at least gotta be willing to put in some hard yeah. work. Yeah. I think that's really the biggest life lesson and or you know the main <laughs> anybody. Has. And that's that's so what college work. teaches you because you're not you're exactly. on your own on and your own. you can go to any party you want. You can right. go to any function you want and you don't have to go to class. Nobody's taking attendance taking or making in. yeah or setting your alarm for you. <laughs> so it's, it's totally it's totally <laughs> yeah, you. it is yeah. a setup. It's a definite setup. <laughs> it but it, the cream rises to the top. But I think it's a it's a, a great experience that everybody should have. Like yep. you have to do at least get you yep. at least your associates and try to stay on campus exactly. for at least a year or two just yep. to to have that yep. on your own experience before you actually jump out into the real world and because yep. once you jump out into the real world you can't come, go back bro can't go back and but that's like I told time. Josh like when he gets to college it's probably where he'll meet his real friends at yeah oh definitely because like, definitely. He, he oh like he always discuss about how I don't have no friends I talk to Lou and uh mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dave and that's it right <laughs> and it's like and then they always be like but Lou family so he don't really count like, well, like you know Dave forever so that don't really count it's like, like yo so my thing is like I be telling Josh I'm like yo like he has his circle's these, gonna change yo and that's what I tell him he's and got this circle now and they, he's like yo I ain't talking to them right now and they blah 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 and they ain't talking to me blah 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 and I tell him you don't never hear me say that Right. Because <laughs> I got you not talking to him. Yeah, you're like, not talking to him. Right. And I'm like, yo, it's just not. Right. You're not gonna hear that because I don't have a, a big circle, a big enough circle to hear that. Right. Right. Like, and I'm like, yo, and them people that you in, that you cool with right now, you probably never even talk to them when you get, when you get to college. Right. And then there's a a bunch of other people that you become cool with yeah. that may even like y'all may level up each other. Like at the end of the day, like you don't have to depend on right now. You're still young. Mm-hmm. And like it's a lot of stuff that you but gonna that, go through. But that's that young teenage angst, man. They think they know everything. And I remember being 17, 18, your son's age, mm-hmm. and I knew it all, bro. And I'm yeah. looking back like, dang, I wish man, I could tell my But you know it's crazy. Stuff. That's why you be telling your that's why I like, tell like, him dumb, uh, dumb, all the stuff that my mom would say. And now you look at yourself like, yeah, man, I can't believe Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Um once again, this is the first episode. A bruising banner podcast. I want to thank my guest for coming out and sharing this yeah. time with me, drinking. Oh, yeah. Anytime, time, man. Anytime, man. Uh, and we'll see you next time on uh, episode two. Peace. 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 Peace.